Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. Today, um, we are once again going to go through... Um, today, I, I probably am going to read something. Not too sure yet, but it's probably going to be the case. Um, the question is, as always, what is it going to be? It's probably going to be something stoicism related slash um, philosophy related. Maybe something that I haven't done in, in, in quite some time is being on Medium. Medium being some sort of, well, I want to call it social media, some sort of um, around different things. Of course, everyone is writing there. Um, or actually a lot of people are writing that. Therefore, there is an abundance of different categories, which is amazing for people like me that just want to see new things and read new things and know about new things. Therefore, let's see. Um, or maybe the Psychology Today site. Psychologytoday.com slash international. I do know that there is an Austrian page, but I do not really like it, nor do I think that it is sensical for me to go through it. But yeah. How psychological biases could have impacted the case of Melissa Lugio. Trapped in a sexless marriage, let's talk about it. Talk to me, baby, improving your child's language skills. Therapy and the Wizard of Oz. Family members can play a role in suicide prevention. Can wearing a mask make you more attractive? Yes. <laughs> I think we all have seen it. Uh, you know, people in the streets and maybe even yourself and you yourself talking to yourself. Um, being like, well, looking amazing with a mask. But then being uh, kind of ugly when you do not or when you're not wearing it. Um, I think it just makes sense. You know, it is something that adds symmetry to your face and, well, basically limits <laughs> what you're seeing. And people can also make sure, I'd rather say, especially women, that what people are seeing, eyes, for example, look as perfect as they can. You know, using makeup to make them look more prominent and dominant and whatnot and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah. Do you love too much? Why we hold hands? Yeah, that is amazing. Why holding hands with someone you trust can be good for your health. In adults, hand holding may lower stress and reduce pain. In infants and children, it can also reduce stress and help with sleep and emotional well-being. On Valentine's Day, instead of spending money on something fleeting, try giving your partner's hand a squeeze or your toddler a cuddle. With Valentine's Day right around the corner, pink and red hearts, flowers and candies with sweet nothings written on them fill the shelves of local stores. Whether or not you have a romantic partner in your life, many of us are primed to think about the ones we love this time of the year. And if you're looking for something nice to do for that special someone, one of the best things you can do for them has nothing to do with jewelry, flowers, or boxes of chocolates. Instead, it just evolves simply holding their hand. According to the world-renowned psychologist and expert on hand-holding, Jim Cohen, so it's C-O-A-N, from the University of Virginia, holding hands with someone you trust, whether it be a friend, a romantic partner, a parent, a sibling, or a child, can have a positive impact on your health. 
Why, you ask? Researchers have shown that the simple act of touch can reduce stress hormones, i.e. cortisol, blah, 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 and even lower heart rate. I mean, it is an interesting thing. You know, this, I guess, is just part of a theme of if you're having a partner. Um, well, because I would say, unless you're having a smaller uh, smaller or younger sibling or um, you're having a partner um, or you're yourself really young <laughs> then like uh, I do not really know how much of these effects are applicable to you or to this person we are not holding hands you know I am not holding hands with friends I just you know do not do that it's not something that I do participate in whatever um maybe the case that some people are doing that and that is totally fine and totally good if this is just something that you want to do just go ahead do it um well like i couldn't care less like if it is something that is beneficial if it is something that feels good for you if it is something that's good for your friendship just do it i appreciate it um but for most people i'd say it's just not the case quite Anyway, Jim and his colleagues demonstrated this in a study where he brought couples into his lab and then put them on and put one of them in an fMRI machine to scan the activity in their brains. While scanning them, the participants looked at a screen on a series of trials. They either saw a green circle or a red circle. A green circle meant the trial would end shortly and nothing else would happen. A red X meant that in a few seconds there was a chance that they would receive a mild electric shock on their ankle. The shock wasn't painful, but it wasn't exactly comfortable either. The important part of the study was that during some of these trials, participants um, were in the fMRI scan alone. On others, the research came in and held their hand. And on the final set of trials, their romantic partner came and held their hand. Jim and colleagues found that when participants thought they might be getting a shock, they had a lower stress response in their brains when holding their partner's hands than in the other two conditions and the happier couple said they were in and the happier the couple said they were in their relationships the more the partner's hand lessens the brain's response to the shock that is really interesting like really really interesting this study suggests that when we are stressed holding a loved one's hand can reduce their stress even in the body and the brain in fact hand holding has been used in clinical situations that are highly stress inducing for example Researchers have found that patients who held the researcher's hand during cataract surgery reported feeling significantly less anxious during the surgery and had lower rates of epinephrine, a hormone related to anxiety and stress. Further researchers have seen reported that holding, hand holding I'm sorry, can be effective in reducing physical pain uh, as well as emotional pain, which is from a 2021 study, by the way. But we don't just hold our partner's hands, we hold onto our kids too. And research suggests that touch can be particularly important for reducing stress in children in a similar study with four and five-year-old children. Cat Treasures and colleagues looked at the effect of a parent holding a child's hand on a child's performance on a threat detection task. Children sat in front of a touchscreen monitor and were asked to find a single happy face among angry face distractors or an angry face among happy distractors and touch it on a screen 
Um, in this task, children typically show a bias for threat and detect angry targets more quickly than happy ones. In cats, uh, study the presence of the child's caregiver produced the expected results, and children detected angry faces more quickly than happy faces. But when a caregiver held the child's hand, children's threat bias was significantly reduced. That's interesting. But it just also really does make sense, you know, especially when you're in a setting you don't know, uh, with people you don't know, and so on and so forth. Of course, uh, it's probably a bit more anxiety-producing and or threat-anticipating. Research suggests that touch has immediate positive effects for bias, babies, I'm sorry, as well as well as kinder skin contact can reduce crying. Um, stress promotes sleep and even have uh, help establish a breastfeeding routine. This effect can be incredibly long-lasting, especially for premature babies who generally require incubators, I'm sorry, incubators after birth and don't often receive skin-to-skin contact from their mothers right away. For example, in one study, researchers randomly assigned one group of premature infants to receive two weeks of skin-to-skin contact from their mothers, while a second group of premature infants was assigned to remain in their incubators in the hospital. The infants who were touched had healthier stress responses, sleep patterns, and even some better cognitive abilities than infants who were simply given a standard incubator treatment. Most importantly, these effects were still evident in these children 10 years later. This suggests that touch can have important and long-lasting effects on children, and there is no such thing as too much. One study found that elves who were held and cuddled as babies were the most likely to be healthy and well-adjusted as else. In fact, the more they were carried, the better they functioned. So this, Valen- the, 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 yeah, of course. so this Valentine's Day, instead of spending more money on something fleeting, give your partner's hand a little squeeze, your toddler a cuddle or your friend a warm hug. It might be exactly what they need to warm their hearts during this cold winter season. For more information on why we hold hands, check out Jim Cohn's TED Talk. Amazing. That's a great thing. Um, I do want to end the episode with... uh, Well, it is, I think, more a reminder to myself than it is to to, to anyone else. Um, If you're having a bad day... If something's going on that you really dislike, something that um, that is no good, you hate it, you really dislike it, it's um, it's pissing you off, whatever it may be, um, start working on something that is bigger than yourself. As I'm thinking about it, um, in the past few weeks, I have lost a few of those, well, habits that I've once had, I'd say, quote-unquote lost. Um, So meditating the last week, I did nothing quite. Uh, Today I'm going to start again. But especially the podcast. The podcast being something that it is bigger than myself. It's giving me a purpose and it is giving me an ability and and a possibility to do something great and help other people and share certain things and certain certain thoughts that... um, that I find highly important and highly relevant and and things that may help somebody. 
to some degree, there's also the grind in and of itself, like doing something every day and showing you can do it. If you really want to do it, you can. Of course, the quality is not going to be always on point, but this is not what it is all about. It is about doing something every day, practicing something every day, and that is amazing. So yeah, um, do something that is bigger than yourself, because when something hits, hits the fan, something maybe university-related, school-related or work-related, you're still having something in your pocket. You're still having something to do, something great to do. But yeah, with that being said, I'm going to see you the next time. Bye-bye.